Hey guys, what's going on? This is Adrian, and you're listening to the Nerdy Fusion Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. Well, guys, it happened. They got the tater. In this particular instance, I am the tater. But I feel like that opening line needs an explanation. I can see you guys scratching your heads over there. What you don't know is that this is going to help me more than it's going to help you. I'm about to fill five minutes of airtime without breaking a sweat. So that opening line is from a Ron White comedy special that he taped a while back. And it just got stuck in my head ever since. I'm going to play a short piece of that special so you can understand the background of that phrase. I got thrown out of a bar in New York City. Now, when I say I got thrown out of a bar, I don't mean somebody asked me to leave. We walked to the door together, and I said, bye, everybody, I gotta go. Six bouncers hurled me out of a nightclub like I was a Frisbee. Those big old bouncers that go home every night, watch Roadhouse and beat off. You know what I'm talking about? Patrick Swayze's hitting another guy. For wearing a hat. I walk into a bar with a hat on. This guy real pissy he goes, took off the hat. <laughs> I'm like, what's the deal? He goes, I'll tell you what the deal is. Faggots in this area wear hats. We're trying to keep them out of a club. I'm like, oh, really? The only way we could tell down south is if they have their hair cut like your. And he got all pissed. <laughs> but he walked away and I took the hat off and like an hour later I'd been drinking and I forgot. You ever forget? It happened to me. <laughs> I put the hat back on, the guy comes over to me. Now, I'm between 6'1 and 6'6, depending on which convenience store I'm leaving. <laughs> I weigh 235 pounds. This guy comes over to me, poking me in the shoulder with two fingers, says, you're out of here. I'm like, I don't think so, Scooter. And I was wrong. <laughs> they hurled my ass. And then they squared off with me in the parking lot, and I backed down from the fight, because I don't know how many of them it would have taken to whip my ass. But I knew how many they were going to use. <laughs> it's a handy little piece of information to have right there. Overkill. Well, he called the police because we broke a chair on the way out the door and I refused to pay for it. The cops showed up and at that point, I had the right to remain silent, but I didn't have the ability. (laughs) The cop says, Mr. White, you are being charged with drunk in public. I was like, hi, 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 hi. I was drunk in a bar. They threw me into public. I don't want to be drunk in public. I want to be drunk in a goddamn bar, which is perfectly legal. Arrest them. Well, he didn't arrest them. Instead, they call in for my arrest record. There's some good news. Satellites are linking up in outer space. Computer banks at NASA are kicking on. 
There's a telegraph in Fritch, Texas, going. <laughs> this part takes a while. <laughs> Shorthand. Beep. Now, I told you that story to tell you this story. When I was 17 years old, I was arrested for being drunk in public. <laughs> Seemed to be a pattern. <laughs> if you knew Morse code, you would already know that. <laughs> and one DWI, which was a bogus charge, because it turns out they were stopping every vehicle traveling down that particular sidewalk. <laughs> and that's profiling, <laughs> I believe. And the drunken public charge in Fritch, the arresting officer, who I had literally known all my life. You know what I mean? This guy lived four doors down from me in a town of less than 400 people. We've met. <laughs> he takes me to jail. When we get there, he asks me if I have any aliases, and I was just being a smart ass and said, yeah, they call me Tater Salad. Seventeen years later in New York City, I'm handcuffed on a bench with blood coming out of my nose. And this cop goes, are you Ron Tater Salad White? <laughs> you caught me. You caught the tater. You can take down those roadblocks now. I call my son Tater Tot. And Poot. You see, guys, after five years of playing the highway troopers for fools, they finally got me. I got stopped for using the express lane or HOV lane, however you want to call it. And if you don't know what that is because you live outside the U.S., the express lane or HOV lane is only reserved for people who are carpooling or maybe you have a hybrid or an electric car. For those types of vehicles, they give you like an exception. So even though you're driving in that lane by yourself, you can still go in it. The rules might vary slightly uh, here and there, but you cannot be in the car by yourself, just a driver. But I do it because I have to travel very far. And if I'm stuck in traffic, I will never make it in time. Either that or I would have to leave two hours earlier, which at that point, half my lifespan it's gonna go to commuting. Anyway, I was sad my run came to an end, but I tell you what, what a hell of a run. A run that only ended because I didn't follow protocol. A protocol that I developed in order to fool authorities <laughs> for five years. But in the end, having such a flawless run filled me with a huge amount of confidence, guys. I was blinded by my own ego and couldn't see my shortcomings. Hey, listen, I'm not going to tell you all my tricks. There could be cops listening, okay? All you need to know is that I was approaching a section of the highway that required me to exit the HOV lane. All listeners of the podcast will know that I'm very observant and detail-oriented. If I do something enough times, I will start to pick up on patterns 
And soon enough, I had enough mental data to create a map of where patrols may station themselves and what was the likelihood that they were in fact going to be there. So there I was, driving, about to pass a heavily patrolled area, and this still gets me angry. Because I didn't listen to my Jarvis. You know, like in Iron Man, you know how he has that voice that kind of like runs analytics and tells some things and, you know, you know Jarvis. Jeez, I don't need to explain this to you guys. So I had the voice in my head saying, Sir, we are approaching Sector 5. For this time of day, probability of active patrol is 75%. Okay, Jarvis, run risk analysis. I believe that with just 15 minutes into peak hour cutoff, that I have enough time to make it across Sector 5. In the last two months, we have experienced less activity than usual, but still risk is high. Based on the time of day and current speed, the lowest risk expected is 50%. That's a gamble. I would advise against staying in the HOV lane, sir. Well, you are boring, and I'm a gambler, baby, so let's run it. Yeehaw! So, I gave it the beans, and I came across this guy driving mad slow. Sir, there's a slow-moving vehicle ahead. At this rate, you might not clear this sector. Shut up, Jarvis. I'm trying to drive here. I'll make it. So I'm on this guy's tail, now thinking, I need to find a place to pass this guy. Sir, there's a domestic ass looking vehicle, in route and expected to merge with the HOV lane. Fuck! Stay calm. Do you think we've been spotted? Hard to say, sir. But the SUV is getting on the HOV lane right behind us. I'm about to go into sleep mode. God damn it, Jarvis, get back here. Goodbye. I have the cheap version of Jarvis. Mine doesn't stay with me and tries to shut down the cop car or its computer. It just goes down. <laughs> Anyways, I got caught. They finally caught the tater. Um, fortunately, the cop was very nice. The process went smooth. I couldn't escape without a ticket. So he gave me a ticket, uh, a penalty, a violation, whatever you want to call it. So they got me. They got me, guys. Funny enough, he asked me, do you have a question for me? And I said, yeah, do you mind if I just stay on the HOV lane until the next one? And then he said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then I, I did exactly that, and I got off on the next one. And he was behind me this whole time. But then once I got out of the HOV lane and I lost sight of him, I was like, meh, YOLO, and went back in it. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to do, give me another ticket? And on that savage note, it's time to end the podcast Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next one. Okay, we'll still send a code three.